Hey everybody, and welcome to the Firefly Podcast with Jay and Jack. My name is Jay. And I'm pretty sure we already recorded this once before. I'm pretty sure we didn't do one on Serenity. We never completed uh, the I, Firefly I, Podcast. I, I, we did it on something, I swear. I watched we, I think it. we talked about it, but we never we never actually never did official. the official podcast. Because I remember talking about how I was spoiled at Comic-Con because I hadn't seen the movie yet. Yeah, it was in a, another podcast. Maybe it was one with Joe or something. We were talking about it or something like that. Now, I thought we talked about uh, we said because we said okay this will be it this is this is us it's like it's like it's like Jerry Seinfeld and Banya with the with the dinner <laughs> this is it this um, is dinner no well, Jerry uh, this no is just, not this is soup that's not dinner not to uh, belittle uh, our first uh, tier here of our uh, patrons uh, uh, oh no I'm not levels doing that. Um, I'm, just, I'm just trying to remember I I remember doing it if I had to trust people's memories I would trust the actual podcast that we have that doesn't have this episode on it it's just you can't find it it's a, it's it's like that lost married man episode but this one i know we didn't actually we talked about the movie but we never actually did a show about it. we never concluded because i the watched Firefly it podcast. i said okay let me watch it when we get back i know and, you watched and then, it and then we'll record it but look at this like this was we were supposed to do this when we hit the the, the mark which was 500 dollars a month well, which we did in the first I, month and we're been, just doing it now it's like seven months later Colleen and I have been t- t- bugging you for seven months to do it. And exactly. So see, look how long it took this. So I, I and, totally and you, could have gotten and, lost and you, in the shuffle. And you just kept saying, no, I don't want to do it. That's no. not true at all. No, that's I not don't. true at all. I'm not doing it. Um, no, we, we are here and excited to talk about it. It was actually, uh, I hadn't seen the movie in a while. So it was fun to watch it uh, the other day um, and kind of get back in the Firefly universe. And uh, it's, it's definitely. Um, it was almost like a new movie for me because it's been so long since I've seen it. Uh, I mean, I've seen it quite a few times, but Colleen only saw it once, I think. And uh, so it was fun. It was kind of new for her in a way. And um, it was fun to kind of see all the scenes again and see how young everybody looks uh, in comparison. Oh, what, when, when was the movie made? Uh, 2004. 2004. Wow. Released 2005. Yeah. So that was 11 years ago. 11 12, years. Tw- over a decade. 12 years ago. Wow. And how young Nathan Fillion looks and Marina Baccarin. Well, she still looks young. Come on. I, I think Marina Baccarin looks better today. Like She's like, she's like a fine wine. Um, Longer hair, short hair. What What is it? I'm, I'm on the short hair bus. At first, when she had the long hair, I was like, oh, I love the long hair. But now I've gotten used to her with the short hair. And I mean, well, either I, way, she's gorgeous. Just a beautiful, yeah, with, beautiful with woman. With her, just, she just has that perfect face and head. So it doesn't matter where her hair is. <laughs> You know, just some people ha- can pull Sometimes, it Sometimes, so. you know, you're born perfect and you don't have to try that hard, so. Yeah, I, I know. I, I get that all the time. I get that all the time. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, but what's, what's uh, I mean, Firefly, and if, for those who don't know, we did a Firefly podcast way back in the day when uh, we launched our pay-for-only um, uh, subscription-based podcast uh, back in 2010, I think we launched, Jane Jack Plus. And one of the shows that we did for our Plus uh, subscribers was the Firefly podcast. So we covered all 14 uh, episodes of Firefly, and we're going to conclude with the movie Serenity. For whatever yeah. reason, I don't remember why, but we had never actually right. produced or released that podcast. So it seemed like a good uh, thing here to put in as our first goal uh, for our Patreon levels. So once we hit $500 a month, we're going to make a new uh, Serenity uh podcasts or base podcasts to conclude our firefly podcast <laughs> if you want to listen to um 
the Firefly podcast that we did, our entire archives from the entirety of our Jane Jack Quest days are completely available to people that uh, contribute at $15 or more a month. You can have access to all of our Jane Jack Plus episodes. So five years worth of of podcasts. Uh, if you subscribe, uh, not subscribe, but if you contribute at the $15 or more a month, that also gets you access to our exclusive Facebook page. Also gets you access to our exclusive patrons only podcast once a month. And it also gets you access to our Google Hangout once a month. So a lot of cool stuff there at that $15 level. But uh, this, you can hear regardless, is going out everywhere um, because this was our first goal and we're excited to talk about it here. And I don't like to brag, but I've heard those podcasts have been described as podcasting gold. Oh, really? Uh, So I'm not trying to entice people, but that's what I've heard. That's the rumors on the street. uh, Was that the rumors that you started? No, I wouldn't start rumors like that. No, no, no. (laughs) Um, But I guess, you know, Firefly is one of those classic kind of cult TV shows. Only 11 of the 15 aired on Fox originally. Um, It got canceled. They were aired out of order. Um, And it was just this this little show that could, uh, this space western, um, that, you know, got a rabid fan base. And when they released... um, the TV show, the complete series on DVD, it sold out on pre-orders its first day. Um, and once the show got canceled, Whedon was trying to work the what his plan was for the second season into a movie and shopping around as a movie. Um, and he got some agreements with uh, Universal. And when Universal saw that the DVD sold so well, uh, they greenlit um, the picture. And that's what gave us Serenity, um, which, which is awesome because there's a lot of shows that just kind of do get canceled, these beloved shows that get canceled maybe after a year or two, um, and there's no conclusion to them. And Firefly is one of those rare cases where you actually get a movie that concludes, for for better or worse, um, the story. Um, well, well, did it conclude the story or just put a finishing touch on the story? I mean, there's still more story that could be told. Right? Yes, absolutely. Um, and I think they're leaving it open if the movie did really, really well that they could kind of continue on. Um, what What about a chance? I'm looking at the list of actors. And Nathan Fillion's show just got canceled. Any chance they could go, hey, let's try and bring this back? Um, I think it would be tough because, I mean, it, it's they're all you know over a decade older. But what about the CW? Maybe you'd bring Nathan Fillion back. You know, obviously, uh, Alan, I mean, uh, Wash couldn't come back. Recipes. But, you know, you, you could you could bring some of the other people back and just br- get get a, a younger get some younger people to go with the cast. I, I'm telling you, CW would be the perfect network. For no, it. I get it. I get it. But it's just I don't know how I don't know because it has to be maybe 10 years in the future. I mean, th- th- does there need to be more stories? I mean, it, it kind of at least feels. Well, good. I, I, I'm saying from a financial standpoint, you, you see some of the shows on TV now and you go, how is that show still on? But this show has a fan base. I mean, I was at that Comic Con. I was at the, uh, was it Hall H? Yeah. And uh, it was, no, no, Spa Room 20. Spa Room 20. What holds 5,000, 4,000? 4,000. 4,000 screaming, crazy brown coat fans that just, it was loud. It was, it, wouldn't you agree it was loud in there? Oh, yeah, it was crazy. I mean, they were just, uh, you know, just 4,000, ge- well, 3,999 because I was just there. But three, <laughs> th- there was, but I, I think that, you know, bring it back. Give it a chance. Give it a, just one more season. Um, I, I'm going to go on the record and say I don't need it. I don't need another season. Um, See, now I'm using that, that person saying, okay, no, I'm good. But I, if, if I had a chance, if I was thinking, I would go, I'd, I'd try to bring it back. So with all said, of... 
um, so with all of the uh, kind of shows being brought back on Netflix, stuff like that, would would it be more of a Netflix type show than a CW show? I'm not that it might be. I'm just saying CW is going for that kind of sci-fi, you know, comic book world type thing that, and it's been successful for them. You know, they have all the, you know, they have Flash, uh, Arrow, um, uh, the 100, and some other shows they have on there. It's become a network that I would just usually go, come on, I'm not. I don't. I don't even know what channel that is, and I still don't because I I watch all the shows on Hulu, but uh, <laughs> I don't know what the local CW channel is here. But it's it's a channel that pe- most people look at and go, ah, I'm not looking at that. But now it's become a legitimate, you know, more of a mainstream instead of just the 18 to 20 crowd. Yeah, but I don't know. I'm I'm just I'm just throwing it out there because I know there's a lot of fans because you watch the movie and you're like going, this is good. Oh yeah, it's 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 a really good. But again, it's like uh, it's Joss Whedon, and it's just classic yeah. Joss Whedon. It's like really you know witty uh, dialogue. Um, or do you let it? Or you say, okay, it's the legacy is here. You let it go. Yeah. And just look at, kind of like I said for the leftovers. Like I said, I was after season two, I'd be like, I'd be a little hesitant going for season three because season two was so good. Um, but I would, I'd, I'd lean more towards season three of leftovers than needing more of this because. At least it feels. Well, I guess leftovers did kind of feel like it had it somewhat of a conclusion, but still, yeah. um, regardless, well, it, it, it did leave it where if it didn't get renewed, it would have a conclusion. Uh, yeah, yeah. Focusing on um, Serenity, uh, kind of the big, I guess, the not cliffhangers or, or unresolved stories um, was the River Tam story. Like what 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 was going on there? Um, what was what was her backstory, um, and that was kind of the main focus of this movie is is going along that trail, and then we also kind of reveal where the Reavers kind of originated from. Yeah. Um, there's also Th- some those are some those are some friendly guys. I know, right? Uh, there's also some talk, some of the more I guess smaller uh, things like Shepard Book. What was his backstory? It was kind of teased upon, but never really got to um, the uh, main kind of. Mm, Will they, won't they, of uh, Mal and uh, Anara, uh, are they going to get together? They didn't really get together, but there's kind of a sense of hope towards the end of yeah. the um, of the movie. Um, we had some deaths of some characters. Kaylee fi- finally got to use something besides uh, battery-operated machine- <laughs> yes. machinery. Probably one of the funnier uh, things in, in, in the uh, episode. Well, what was it? What was um, no, the movie? I'm sorry. Uh, Jane's line. His line was yeah. great. Uh, after no, no, we can. Get, I'm, I'm perfectly happy with this conversation. Because yeah. <laughs> Mal goes, hey, hey, hey. Yeah. You know? Jane goes, no, I'm perfectly happy with this conversation. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, it's just uh, uh, a, a really engaging, quick story. And actually, they did it on a really cheap budget. So did you realize that the uh, movie only had $39 million is what they made that movie for? $39 million. Really? That's all they made it for? Yeah, which like sci-fi movies usually is like at least a hundred million dollars. Uh, right. So uh, they did it on the cheap, and in the end, it, it turned out to be a really good story. Which um, what did it? What did it make? Uh, I think it broke even. I think oh. uh, uh, thirty-eight point nine to forty point one million. So that's why there wasn't more movies. Yeah. Um, so maybe it was that was a good point to just. You're right. Maybe it's okay. We're done. Well, it's tough, right? Because this movie's coming out, and they tried uh, to. Make it so people didn't ever see the show, could enjoy the movie. 
And I was one of those people. So that's how I got into Firefly is I watched the movie first, actually. Um, It was uh, on HBO uh, one night, and I watched it on HBO in 2005 or whenever it started airing on HBO. So that's when people still watch movies on HBO. Yeah, I mean, that's pre-streaming, kind of pre-Netflix, still at the tail end of Blockbuster there. Yeah. but uh, but yeah, it was uh, that's how I was like, man, this is a really good movie. I was like, oh, it's a TV show. Well, let me check out the TV show. Because um, Mad Max is on HBO, and I still haven't watched it yet. Oh, the new Mad Max. Yeah, oh, so good, so good. Just um, but uh, but so that, yeah, that's how I got into it. But from like making a movie, making it really successful, I understand how maybe it didn't you know do crazy well because it wasn't you know a comic movie or. Right, something like that. Uh, well, comic comic book movies were they big in two thousand five yet? Oh uh, yeah, yeah. X the X Men movies were pretty big then. Uh, uh, okay. And then uh, Batman Begins. Oh, that's right. That we was around then, wasn't it? Probably, uh, yeah. But uh, but regardless, um, I mean, it did at least well enough to not lose money, but it it's, it didn't do well enough to kind of bring anything back. Uh, June tenth, two thousand five, is when Batman Begins came around. So yeah. Uh, this actually aired after that, or released after that, on August twenty second, two thousand and five. Uh, but overall, um, Jack, what did what did you think about this story? Like in relating it to uh, Firefly, the TV show, and the movie, um, was it as good? Was it better? Uh, what, what were your thoughts? Well, the movie I think is a little darker at times. You know, of course, you have you know Wash dies. And that you don't see that coming. Well, of course, I saw it coming because I found out at Comic Con when he said to Josh, "Oh, I get killed off." And I go, I looked at you. I go, "What?" Because I hadn't, I hadn't watched it yet. Spoiler so. alert! And that's a pretty big spoiler. So I, yeah, I'm, I'm screaming at him from the thing. You should have said spoiler. <laughs> but you also have Mal when that when the when they they're robbing the uh, the robbing. They come back out. And the, 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 they're being attacked, and that guy's trying to get on the uh, the shuttle with them. And he pushes him off. Yeah, he throw he throws him off, and he gets you know attacked, and then he shoots him so they won't eat him alive. Um, that's pretty dark. Yeah. And then the and then uh, Zoe she she confronts him about it, saying you know hey you know we're, we don't leave you know in the war we didn't leave people behind. He goes well, this wasn't war. This is this. He goes I I have to look out for the crew, but you know this guy basically they're robbing the they're thieves, robbing, and this guy died because they they robbed the place so. It was it was kind of a I like the the confrontation you know how she was telling him you know hey you know she goes, well we haven't eaten we got to eat we got to do this so I thought that was a pretty interesting scene and probably one they really didn't talk to I don't remember that being that dark in the TV show but I could be wrong there was there was parts because I think you know Captain Mal uh, Reynolds he's kind of he struggles between one his past uh, right. as this captain on the losing side of a war a civil war. Um, and then, uh, he's a captain of the ship, so he has to kind of maintain authority. Um, but you know, he's just trying to hold on to whatever little bit of freedom he still has, uh, you know, in the, the out West, if, if you will, of the, of these right. planets. Um, so I think it's just a struggle. And I think for them here and the, by the time the movie comes around is they're kind of, they're pushed to the, the outer brink, you know, to the point where wherever they are and the Reavers are starting to come in a little bit, there's not much left for them to uh, be right. a pirate uh, for. Um, so yeah, I guess, I guess maybe they could get jobs. Oh, and work for the Alliance, the stinking <laughs> Alliance. <laughs> but that guy died. 
because because he's robbing the place. Well, in all fairness, if they didn't rob the place, they would have all died anyway. Nobody would have been saved in the safe because you wouldn't have uh, air, air. Uh, getting the the um, air the air. Well, at least he did tell them stay in here as long as you can, as long as you have air. Yeah. Okay. I, I guess you're right, but it just it was a, I thought it was a pretty. Uh, I thought it was a good scene. I, like it. I, mean, I feel I just, like it, it it makes you question Mal a little bit there's well you just you're you know he's he's you're rot you're you're a thief and you did push you, you could have tried to save the guy but I think like she, like she said you could have th- we could have thrown the loot over we could have got rid of it you know and, but and he, he like, I think I agree with him he makes it like we need we need the money we need to eat we need to keep this this ship yeah, afloat yeah we need to eat and that guy but what I, I mean, with him I, did shoot him and keep him alive. I mean, so they would need him alive. I guess so. Yeah, I mean, there's some. That's a mercy I, I, kill. I, I, I guess he's got that going for him. It was a nice shot too. <laughs> straight, straight in the heart shot. So I, I liked it. But no, I just I, I think that's I, put it in real life. I mean, obviously it's just fa- this is fantasy. Could you do that? But I'm not. I'm not a, a, a war I, captain. I, I'm, I'm not. A, saying, like I'm not could, that guy. How many people could do something like that? Go most people be like, okay. I got you. I got you. Hang on there. And maybe it's oops, you slipped. But that's not that's not Captain Mal Reynolds. That's not his character. I, I get that. I get that. But I I do like how Zoe uh, she uh, confronted Zoe. It's just Zoe Barnes, not Zoe. I, it's Zoe on the the IMDb, and I call her Zoe. It's how you, it's a spelling for Zoe. Her name is oh, Zoe. Okay. <laughs> I can't see Zo- Zoe. Is she uh, <laughs> she she? I, I like how she confronted him. Uh, well, yeah, but it, it's it's the conflict there. But I mean, from Mal's perspective, he's got a his priority is his crew, and right. nobody else. Oh, I get that, I get that. But I just I I like that scene. I thought it was a a good scene. Ah, uh, fair enough. Um, so it, it's kind of it, like, it does it does give you the right or wrong. I mean, would you would you not do it? Uh, if I if I'm in Mal's situation, I kind of lead towards what he did again. But I I don't think I. I'm the kind of guy that would just work for the Alliance, get a nice nine to five job, have a wife and kids. <laughs> you did work for Apple, uh, so a I... digital picket fence. So, like, I... <laughs> you're 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 not a rebel rouser, right? No, no, I'm not. Uh... <laughs> I'd probably be more like Mal, but I don't think I could. I don't think I could push somebody off without trying to at least. Well, say so then you're not like Mal, then, all right? You're you're. But I, I'm I'm anti-establishment. But so would... you're like a security guard that just got robbed on that outskirt planet. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, uh, I think it's they say roughly eight months after the TV show, or like the last episode of the TV show, um, somewhere around there. Um, I believe, yeah. So things things have happened since then. Anara left. She's out like training other companions. Um, they didn't really get too far into the companions part of it, which was more explored in the TV show, but it's basically like a, a classy prostitute in a way. I mean, I don't um, think if you've watched the show, you don't really need expert. If, I guess if you're... But if, if you're, you're new to it, like if it is the first thing you've seen. It like, probably would take you a while to figure it out, but it wasn't really... Was it really that important to the scene? To the, uh, the, to the no, movie? No, not at all. No. 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 It, I mean, because I don't think they made it a big... You know, a center. There was obviously that you can tell if you hadn't seen the show that there were there was some kind of will they or won't they with uh, with the two characters. Oh yeah, and they and they set it up that way. Um, so other uh, other character kind of was uh, has moved on since the TV show. I uh, was Shepard Book, um, yep. and he has uh, his own. Uh, he's on a planet called Haven. Uh, funny enough, 
Um, and he's kind of has a little outpost there. Um, but he's another one of the casualties of this in the movie because uh, he gets killed um, when the operative uh, pursues him. Yeah. Um, so that one's kind of sad in the sense that he dies and there's this whole backstory that was alluded to in the TV sh- uh, series as well as in this movie that he has some type of military experience with uh, the Alliance. Right. Um, I think it was when he got injured and he was on a thing, like he had some type of military classification that got him fixed up. So, um, yeah, I remember that. Episode, uh, yeah. yeah. So that one's, I guess they kind of explored it in a comic book or something like that. <clears throat> but in terms of Canon, uh, in the, in the films anyway, um, it wasn't, it was not discussed. Uh, in terms of new characters that we had in this one, uh, Ch- is it Chiwetel Eljafor? Uh, who has since risen to fame uh, in films like uh, 12 Years a Slave. That's um, where he was in. Oh, oh you didn't know that? Crazy. It's driving me crazy. Come on. It just was driving me crazy. I go, who is this guy? Okay. Um, I'm all better now. <laughs> which, funny enough, he was on the top of the casting director's list for the role. The studio wanted someone better known, but uh, Whedon was uh, a- eventually able to cast uh, El Jafor. So yeah, so he knew it's that it's it's that pick it's selecting the talent, uh, if you will. Um, yeah, sometimes when they want to go for a name, especially on this show, it already had it, its following was already going to come see it. Yeah, D- go with the talent, not the name. Not that the talent wouldn't have done a good job, but at what point do you tell the studio, look? We're going to get who we're going to get. Just yeah. bringing another name. I don't know if names do name do big names bring people out to movies anymore. Do we go? Do we go? I'm going to go see this movie because such and such is in that movie. Not, it depends. I guess it depends on the the content. But you know, I was thinking um, to myself uh, about because there's a lot of criticism about the new Ghostbusters movie coming out. Um, really? I have not heard that. Uh, it's the most disliked trailer in the history of YouTube. Really? Um, yeah. yeah, that's what it's got going for right now. It was, it was to me. Uh, but, you know, I was thinking to myself, like one of the people, one of the like, movie kind of fans on YouTube posted a video about why he's not seeing the movie. Um, yeah. And he brought up how, you know, it could have been better as like, uh, like how Star Wars did it, where you have a new generation, but you bring back the old cast and they kind of, tr- you know, pass the torch to the new generation. Um yeah. And I think it would, have been, I, it, it would have been nice to see that. You know, I guess it's a total reboot um, in this movie. Uh, and it's all an all, uh, I mean, all-star cast of women um, in the roles. But it's almost like, would have been better if it just had more unknowns or maybe some, you know, fresher-faced unknown people as, like, the next generation being passed off to. Um, Instead of having the... They're all known people. I mean, the, the, yeah. the main characters, you know who they are. But again, I, but at the same time, like when you I look mean, at, the, the actors, I mean, when you look at Ghostbusters, that was like the who's who of, you know, SNL and Second City was the cast of Ghostbusters. Right. So the original. So I get that side of it. But it's like, I, it's, I almost wish it was maybe, oh, it'd been better if maybe we had some more unknowns uh, in this. Again, again, the problem you're having with Ghostbusters is it was the first movie was so good. I mean, it's one of the best movies. Come on. Uh, uh, comedic movies, comedies of all time. I mean, it could easily be number one. 
And so now you're, you're rebooting it. And it's like, oh, why do we reboot it? And so that's where people are going to have their hesitation. I mean, even if it's, the, even if it's funny, some people are going to be stubborn and go, no, it's not funny. Should have left it alone. Well, not only that, but like it's it's one thing it's one thing to reboot like a sci-fi movie or a action movie, because generally you can do things better today than you could do back then. But comedy, it, it, it's comedy. It's, it's timeless. It's, like it's there's no right. technology that makes comedy better. Um, and arguably, like the the special effects in Ghostbusters still look pretty good today, thirty years yeah. later. Yeah, they're, um, they're fine because well, the special effects weren't that. I mean, they were good, and it, it, you know, you had the ghosts, the slimers, you know, everything going on, but and the Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. But it was the movie; it was the characters in the movie. You know, you yeah. know, Bill Murray and, and Dan Aykroyd and and Harold Ramis. It just was a fantastic, and you know, uh, even the supporting crew was great. So it's just going to be tough, tough to to match it, and it's. I guess I don't. I don't see it being successful, but I could be wrong. So, do you see, you know, I'm paralleling here to Firefly or Serenity, um, the show so beloved and everything like that. The, could you see this movie kind of failing or falling short of what the TV show was? Um, you know. Well, I, I think I think because maybe it only had 14 episodes, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. You know, it had its. It was. It was. Um, it had its hardcore fans, but obviously it didn't click with everybody or, or would it, you know, cause, and this, I, the I mean, actually Fox, by today's standards, it did well. I think it had like 14 yeah. million viewers or something like that. Yeah. Well, that's huge. I mean, that'd be a number one show now, Yeah, except it wouldn't be the big bang theory, but it would be, you know, or, or the CSI, Miami, Chicago, New Orleans, Vermont, whatever. We're. But, uh, no, that's a, that's a lot of fans. That's a, that's a huge audience, but, Today, would it get fourteen? You know, it probably wouldn't get fourteen no. million. No. I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't remake it with unless you. Ha- the only way you'd remake something like this if you have Nathan Fillion. It wouldn't work with anybody else. I don't think people would accept it without Nathan. But Fillion. if you think about it, like he was a nobody, really, or no name before he came to this. No, everybody. Well, everybody don't... in this movie is kind of a no name, except yeah. for Adam Baldwin's. Adam Baldwin was pretty... in uh, Platoon and. Uh, he was in some other no, he's in uh, Full Metal Jacket. I don't know if he's Full in Metal Jacket, movie. not Platoon. Um, but he's in he's in uh, Independence Day. Just Independence he, Day. He's been in a lot of movies before this, right? Yeah. yeah, but everybody else. And Ron Glass, he was in Barney Miller, and he tried to do the reboot of The Odd Couple that didn't work. Uh, but everybody else, no. Yeah, how many poor reboots of that series has there been? They can't. They can't let it go. But I guess this new one's all right. It's, it's on, I haven't watched it, but it's on for a second season. I know it's just it, it's basically older Chandler Bing and <laughs> Chandler Bing. Uh, but yeah, uh, no, uh, yeah, I don't think you can really reboot it. But I think with with this movie, um, well, sometimes you have to go with unknowns to keep the cost down. Number true. one, yeah. You have to get you. You get some big name star. It's going to cost you a lot more. So your 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 overhead right away is killing you on a TV show. And if you're on a smaller network, you can't really get the. You just have to get, like you said, get the talent. Get people that have talent. You can find talent out there, and people are hungry enough. They'll work. You know, they'll start out working for cheap, but then when the show's a success, they're like, hey, 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 you know. 
Well, I will say in terms of like stylistic difference between the TV show and the movie, um, the TV show was heavier on the Western feel. And it could have just been like budget restrictions or whatever. Um, In the movie, it was definitely more sci-fi leaning. Like there was still the Western kind of angle to it, the Chinese influences as well. Well, because he has the gun. (laughs) Well, the gun and the way they talk is very kind of like Western style. Right. Um, but uh, it is more in space than the TV show. It's definitely more kind of in. My only complaint about the TV show, if I remember correctly, it was it seemed like each episode wrapped up really quick. It's like uh, we got like two minutes. Let's wrap this up. Hey. <laughs> it was like your eighties, you know, thing, you know, chips. Da, 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 where they're all smiling at the end. But, but is that but, is that what hurt this uh, TV show and film the most in terms of greater success? Is the um, Western space western premise probably because i don't think people you're either a western you mean you might be just like i like both but i'm probably more of a western fan than a space fan but you, i can i can give you a hundred space shows that i've watched and a hundred westerns that i've watched i don't mind combining it i, li- I like it mm-hmm. uh, but I, a lot of people don't well, how i mean many, a lot of, a lot, what, a, lot of, a lot of people don't you know, older people probably don't like the space stuff as much you know if they grew up loving westerns mm-hmm I don't know. There's just some people that just refuse to, and a lot of people don't like to use imagination stuff. Like, oh, those aren't laser guns. What, what the, what the heck's going on there? If you know, just, <laughs> just a different. You know, they watch Star Trek. Where, where's the phaser? Where's the set to stun type stuff? Or Star Wars? And whereas this, this had a Western feel to it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And I, there, and and there was some stuff going on. A lot of people don't. You know, they don't like to have. You know. Like, what was River's deal? Well, you know, we don't know what's going on with her. A lot of people don't like that. They don't care about that. <laughs> Just give me the story. You know? But I think probably back then, more now, I think the TV audience are different. They're more... Well, in the post-Lost world. Yeah, you're more... You want, you want to have to think. Whereas before, I don't want to think. Just give me the dang show. Just tell me what's going on. <laughs> um, do you feel... Uh... I guess what what things were resolved in the movie that were unresolved in the TV show, um, for you anyway, as as a as a fan of the show, Jack. Well, I was worried if Wash was going to die or not <laughs> for 14, 14 episodes, and then I found out for sure. Okay, yeah. And then you had uh, Simon and uh, and uh, Kaylee finally hooked up. Mm-hmm. They did. That was, they did. That was that, that was long overdue. I mean, you could always see them getting together. In terms of things that sh- uh, the shippers get excited about, that yeah, was one there of the you go. Ones. Yeah, about time. <laughs> you know, we're, we're out here. We can only steal so many batteries. So, <laughs> uh, and then I, I I do like how I, I thought Jane and uh, Mal were closer in the movie than they were in the TV show. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely, or at even least he's matured they, a bit. Because there was some, uh, uh, there's a few where, I, even this though, a little bit, he's, you can still kind of see right he's, his he's, stupid pig-headed ways. Well, he's, he's, you know, he's, well, he's got, he was almost making a point with River. She, yeah. You know, she, she attacked him. Yeah. When she just tried, he just tried to stop her. And she's a killing machine. It's like, well, we don't know if she goes off. We don't know what, what's triggering it. You know, your your job is to be, he was making a point. Mal's always saying his crew comes first. Like when he was telling Zoe about, well, you know, I, we had to do it. My crew comes first. Well, he, uh, Jane was saying, look, here's the deal. You're going to protect us or not. Yeah. She could kill us all. And there's nothing we can do about it. But he he didn't do it that time. He said, no, nah, well, you know. 
Well, I think because he, he considers her family or, or part of the crew as well. Right. He does, but, you know, that's that whole... At what cost, yeah. At what cost? Do you, do you keep her on there and she, you know, you don't know what's setting her off. So he, I think in that one, Jane made a good... Uh, was making sense. A lot of times he doesn't. I did like the part where he says, can I bring grenades? No grenades. And then <laughs> when they're being chased... Sure goes, nice if we had grenades right now. <laughs> or when he's hanging over, he goes... He goes, don't, don't kill me before they, they they can eat me. And he goes, alive. He goes, and they point, not now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it, it had comedy. It, it, and I, like I said, I think they played off better each other in the movie, even though they did on the TV show. But more in the TV show, it seemed like they were always butting heads mm-hmm. in the TV show. It was less of that in this movie. Well, it's almost like is it, you're condensing a second season into, what, a two-hour movie. So roughly... 14 hours or two hours, if, right. if you say they had another 14 episodes. Um, so there's probably less time to have conflict like that. Right. Because you've got, plus, you got like to focus said, on the main conflicts. Plus, eight months to a year has gone by, so we're assuming that they've become closer, or at least have a mutual respect for each other. Yeah. And they're, they're always going to butt heads. It's like two brothers, or, you know, who, you know, they, they care for each other, but they're always butting heads because, you know, it's that male, you know. You know how some people just can't; their egos get out of control. Um, let's talk about uh, the deaths here. So uh, you've, you've you've alluded to it a few times, being disappointed that Wash got killed and being spoiled that Wash got killed. Well, he's one of the tenth anniversary he's, panel. He's, he's got to be a fan favorite. Oh, he's definitely a fan favorite. Yeah. And, and so when, like I said, if I wouldn't have known, especially when when it happened, because it happens towards the end of the movie. Yeah. And I'm like going. You sure he dies? You know, I'm thinking, okay, they land, everything's, and it's like, oh, okay, he does die. And the way Zoe handles it, like, you know, when it was that Kaylee said, where's Walsh? He's not coming. Yeah. But yet she knew she still had a mission to do because she's a soldier. Yeah. And it's and, so, like, even though she said it, and it was, like, so matter of fact, it was just so emotional. It's just like, right. you know, it's gotta, that's got to be tough when you know. Yeah, but she did She did her job. Yeah. So, but no, I, that one, like I said, if I wouldn't have been spoiled on it, I would have been shocked by it. Yeah. Uh, shocked? Do you think it was necessary? No. I don't think it was necessary, especially if you wanted to do another movie, because he's a favorite. He's a you know, he's a fan favorite. Do you get a backlash because you know? Well, you've killed off one of the characters. I like to go see. Would people go back and see another movie without him in it, unless it's a pre pre death type thing? I don't you know, know, I think, well... A flashback. Yeah, but it's it's classic Joss Whedon, you know? He's not afraid to kill a beloved character. I mean, but, I don't care. In this day and age, that's just the way it is. I mean, that, that we're not... A, you know, Lost showed it that you... You you know, if you watch The 100, spoiler, they'll kill anybody. So, <laughs> it's just it's just one of those all shows... All the time, they're just killing people all the whole yeah, time. Just, just for the sake of killing people. Even during commercials... They're killing people in the commercial. No, I'm kidding. But no, I, I have no problem with the show doing that because you don't know what to expect. But I don't know if it was necessary in this one, even though I do like the tombstones they have. I think those are cool. You want the 3D projection? Uh, when, when, you, when, you, when, you, when you like that showing your, your best moment going. <laughs> or just be like, you know, finger guns and like <laughs> winking. Yeah. Um, but, mine, would uh, be, mine would be flipping people off. Do, but do you think it benefited the story in the movie, or do you think they could have done it without it? I guess is what I'm getting at. Well, I, I like I said, 
it it did add to the scene where she goes in and like said Kaylee goes where's Wash and he goes he's not coming. I mean that was a that was a pretty pretty and that was a pretty good scene mm-hmm. because most most scenes a person would be bawling. I mean you, you lost your husband or wife you'd be you know upset. I mean how do you how do you continue going on just minutes later into battle but you have to. Because well, and I think she did it because she's a soldier. She's trained that way. Mm-hmm. She's trained. She's lost. She's lost close friends before. You know, obviously, but obviously, losing a husband is a big deal. But well, I guess the because uh, Josh Sweden's talked about it before, but uh, the kind of the main reason he thought Wash one could die uh, is from a storyline perspective. Um, there wasn't much more for Zoe and, and him to do because they were kind of, they had a rocky relationship a bit on the show and they, there was a yeah, lot of like conflict. Yeah, that's true. And the, the thought for him was, you know, eventually I think they would just, you know, eventually get divorced or whatever. Um, so like to him, it's just, he thought if there would be somebody that would be the ultimate sacrifice, it would be him. Uh, plus, you know, he's a fan favorite. People love him. And I, I, I always at least respect it from the sense that, um, it it makes you it makes no one safe, right? If somebody dies, then no one's safe. So then it makes it well. Makes, there's, no, there's no way they're gonna kill off Mal. There's uh, no way. They're. Well, I mean, but again, they, well, they might do now. If there was no plan for anything else, yeah. Then then be honest with you. If there was no plans for anything else, then he should have died. Well, it makes all the other injuries that they get after when they're trying when they're facing the Reavers that much more, you know? Because then, like, well, no, uh, he could have died. He could have died at the very end. Yeah, yeah, but I'm saying like uh, uh, with Zoe, I, I, she gets chopped in the back, and then yeah, I guess um, I, I guess it could have. Simon gets shot, and it's like, damn, is everybody just gonna die? Like, is well, this just yeah, how but it if, ends? if Simon dies, do we go? Oh, okay, poor Simon. But we wouldn't. Admit, oh my God, Simon got killed. But it makes it more so. If you started with Simon getting shot, like ah, it's Simon, big whip. But it, Wash gets killed, and then Simon gets shot. It's like, oh my god! And then Zoe, uh, not sorry, not Zoe. Uh, uh, um, I'm blanking on her name now. Kaylee. Kaylee. She gets the darts in her neck, and she's dying because Simon's gonna be dead, and he can't take care of her. So it's like everybody's gonna die. Jane gets shot, so it, we, it just adds fi- more. Then we find out they were just dead the whole time. <laughs> no. Um, but just it adds more drama to it. So uh, to me, um, I, I think. Uh, All right, I, I'll, I'll go with that. You and made, then you made a good point for Shepard's death. Uh, again, I think it just adds to how ruthless uh, the operative is. Well, he um, is. Yeah. What's that? He is. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 I, I hate this. Well, uh, really, Shepard's death hurt. You can see how angry he was because he was a slave for twelve years. No, I don't know about that one. I don't know okay, about I'll that <laughs> I was trying to go back to the movie that we. Yeah, uh, no, <laughs> no. Which he's excellent in. If you haven't seen Twelve Years a Slave, go see it, or uh, go and it. I say he's in Children of Men too. Love Children oh, of I, Men. I forgot about that. Yeah, he's in that one too. But Twelve Years a Slave is an excellent movie. We won an Oscar for it, so it did. It was fantastic. He also got a Primetime Emmy Award nomination. For Dancing on the Edge. What's Dancing on the Edge? I have no idea. 2014. Uh, yeah. It's about a, a black jazz band in London in the yeah, early yeah. 1930s. But he's great in this movie. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's great. He, I, I do like what he's like going, 
He's coming right for us. What a fool. <laughs> Whoops. Um, but that's that's the part that you love about Mal is just that like he's he's resourceful. He's uh, he's like that t- kind of hand solo. Well, he play, he, play, he, he fights on the edge. I mean, he just uh, he's an anti-hero. Yeah. Well, he's anti-hero, but also he's you know he's uh, whatever co- whatever the cost is. I'll, I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. If I die, if I die, I die. If he dies, he dies. Um, but uh, but yeah, no. But you see, he plays it from this, and I think it's what's uh, even Shepard kind of uh, highlights that like you, you can't go up against God because he believes he's a believer. Right. Um, so he believes in what he's doing, or he believes in the greater good of whatever it is that he's doing. So there is no like emotion that he has in it. Um, and then when kind of the the big reveal of what River knows. Um, because uh, the guy uh, who was, you know, brainwashing her or whatever brought in high-level parliament uh, people, so she scanned their brains, um, and she found out about this planet Miranda where they kind of put in these uh, PAX things that were supposed to, like, suppress aggression, um, which it made the majority of them die, just give up living and just stop eating and just go to sleep and die. Right. Um, and then the small, like, a tenth of a percent of the population turned into the Reavers. So this is, like, you know, pretty damning information. And the, that's the main drive of the what kind of concludes the story is they need to broadcast it out there. Um, and then finally, when uh, uh, Mal does broadcast it out, the operative finally sees that, okay, maybe what he believed in was wrong. Yeah, put the stand down. Don't kill anybody. <laughs> it's good. But at that point, too, like you you made a great point earlier about anyone could die. At that point, were they going to die? Yeah. Because they, they, they were surrounded. There was nothing they could do. Yep. So luckily, Mal didn't kill the guy. Yep. And then, well, yeah, that. And then also... Because you're uh, wondering, guy, why would he kill him? Yeah. Well, there's just also some really good just kind of solo fights uh, in this. Uh, you finally had a River Tam getting to flex her skills where she takes on all these reavers essentially um it's kind of a really emotional scene where simon gets shot and she says you've always taken care of me now it's my turn and she runs out throws the medical bag in closes the door and then just takes on all these reavers um which was awesome because she, she can fight it was like one of the the things from the tv show where it was just alluded to there's little scenes where kind of showed that she was just this you know badass murder machine um of a person and it was never really fully got to see it and in this movie we finally got to see you know what what can she do uh among all of her skills so that was awesome were you upset that mr universe died uh i mean he was just he uh, he was just in this movie so he's not like you what you weren't sad because he's he's in everything else yeah, he's he's in a lot of things. Uh, what was his show on CBS Numbers or something like that? N- numbers, yeah. It was a finally because I used to call him Show Killer because he'd go on a show and it di- it would just be canceled. You have a few Show Killers in your list. Yeah. yeah. Well, he was he was one. Then he got Numbers because I never bothered to watch it. I said, "Oh, Show Killers on." <laughs> no, which wh- any Show Killer, which is, what they have to do is they have to get a show on CBS and then yeah, then you're set for street. life. But there's there's a few of them that there's a, there's a few I go oh Show Killer. Because they're the guy that gets on. It's not there. It's not them. It's just the pro. It's just the choice they make, you know. And it just last two or three episodes. Up, it's out of here. But he he had he had that for a while. He was he was on a lot of shows. 
in the beginning where he just, they never made it. But Numbers was his big hit. He always reminds me of the guy on uh, uh, New Girl. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do have similar yeah. similar looks. Right, good call. Um, but uh, but yeah, Mr. Universe, I mean, cool, cool little character. But again, not if he dies, he dies. Like, that's not... You, you just don't care if anybody dies. No, I do. Like, well, I guess because I watched the movie first, so I wasn't as attached to Wash or Shepard. Yeah. Um, but then when I went back and watched the first, scene, I was like, "Oh man, it really stinks to die in the movie." Um, All right, Show Show Killer was on Chicago Sons. It was a comedy. I remember watching it a few episodes, thirteen episodes went away. Union Square, a couple episodes. The Closer, ten episodes. So you know. What was he on a closer? Was he like some side character or something? Said closer. Yeah. Bruno Vermin. Verma. What's the, the closer was? I don't remember that show. It seems like that it was, was. That was the guy with uh, that was on Law and Order. Wasn't it? I guess. I don't know. It sounds like a hey. crappy CBS show. I don't think it was CBS. I think it was. Uh, I want to say Fox or something like that. Or TBS. Or... It sounds like one of those like. You know, junky procedural crime dramas. Yeah, I thought it was about baseball, but whatever no. the grinder's based off of, basically. <laughs> oh, that grinder! How did that get canceled? So, can the grinder have a movie that concludes the, the, the series? Because um, God, the grinder was so good. Another Fox show. Wait, Tom Selleck was in this show. Which show? The, the closer. The closer. It was Tom Selleck, Ed Asner, Pen- Penelope, Ann Miller. We're all on this show. That's a pretty big cast. And you didn't watch it, Mr. Tom I, Selleck fan club? I, I don't president? remember it. Yep, I don't know. Huh. Hmm. Um, I, I, I don't even know what it was about. <laughs> uh, so you have uh, finally River Tam getting to show her badassery. And then you have uh, Mal Reynolds has, you know, classic fight uh, with uh, the operative. Um and it's kind of a, a rough and tumble fight where he's just kind of out outmatched. Um, yeah. But it's something he's kind of always been in. But he's again, he's just he's got that that wit about him. Um, right. He doesn't give up. Um, and when uh, the operative thinks he's done his little, well, the operative made the key mistake. He made he made movie TV mistake, villain mistake. He has to tell him the whole thing. It's just you know he gives him time. He gave him time to think about what to do. What is this? Let him regroup. It just you finish him off. Well, no, that's what. So the, the but again, they, at least it, they showed it in this movie that it's a nerve cluster that he hits to, that paralyzes the guy. So well, I, I, I know, but I'm saying that he just. So he it shows to, that normally people can't for, move. For, before putting putting him off, though, he, what are you talking about, Mal? No. So the the operative he uh, yeah. in the beginning of the movie. He did that little nerve cluster move where he paralyzes right. the guy, right? Right, yeah. And the guy can't move, so eventually just falls on the sword and dies. Right. Um, so he did the same thing to Mal, but Mal had that nerve cluster removed because shrapnel hit it in the war. Oh, that's right. That's right. So Mal, like, once he does it, he's like, he realizes what he tried to do. Um, so then when he was get, going to pick up a sword and bring it back... He can move, and that's that's. But it, but it isn't always the same mistake the killers make, though. Yes, but this one wasn't as. Don't don't, pronounced. don't make your don't make your speech. Just kill the but guy. He was talking when he had to go get his sword, so he's just at least filling in the space. Yeah, he was a little cocky though. <laughs> I go. Course. I guess he. I guess he feels he has you know hundred percent chance there. There's the hubris there. <laughs> um, 
What did you think of Mr. Universe's love bot? Uh, she's a great actress. <laughs> Fantastic. Oh, oh, man. So so much emotion. Emotions. Oh, whatever you want. So Mr. Universe had it all until he died. I like how he warned Mal, though. I did, things were going. Or she did. Um... So the movie was released uh, August 22nd, um, and let's see, like, since the budget was so small, uh, they did uh, kind of a small gra- uh, grassroots campaign. Um, there was also Section 416, so the, the R-TAM session, so leading up to their kind of like little mini uh, videos uh, that were kind of showing uh, River Tam. Um, oh, okay. So it was, it was kind of like one of those classic... Uh, not extended universe, but uh, expanded universe kind of things uh, that you could kind of, if you're playing along, uh, you get more information, which is kind of cool. All right. Um, let's see. So box office, to, and this is from Wikipedia here. Despite critical acclaim and high anticipation, Serenity performed poorly at the box office. Although several pundits predicted number one opening, the film opened number two in the United States, taking in 10.1 million. Spending two weeks in the top 10 and closed November 17th with domestic box office gross of 25.5 million. Uh, movie industry and analyst Brendan Gray described Serenity's box office, box office performance as like a below average genre picture. Uh, Serenity's international box office results were mixed with strong opinions and openings in the UK, Portugal, and Russia, but poor results in Spain, Australia, France, Italy. Uh, so, what do you think? Uh, like you mentioned, okay, say they went back and did this, you know, and Netflix was big back then, and just make it a Netflix movie. Would it have been more successful than uh, that? Because, not necessarily, because it's not like because, you get... Because you don't have... The thing that makes Netflix so, so you know, is you don't have to leave your house. <laughs> you just go, hey, Serenity Movie is going to be on. And you could watch it. You can you could get together with all your friends and just watch it whenever you want. You don't have to go, oh, the movie time's at 12.30 or 11.30, 1.30. Would it be more successful to, to have done it this... If, they, if it came out today, obviously it's not going to do it, but... By today's standards, would it be more successful to do it on Netflix? Would more people? You look at Adam Sandler. How many movies is he doing on on uh, Netflix now? Yeah, but are those re- like it's it's tougher on something like a, like a Netflix because it's you're not really making money. You know, like there are already the subscribers there. The whole the goal is just to kind of grow more subscribers. Like it loses well, money. That, well, Netflix well, loses money every month, every year, every month. But 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 the producers. I mean, if I, but they're probably paying good money to have them on there because they're trying to get as many subscribers as they can. No, I get it, but at least it's tougher in, in Netflix's stages right now because because you said they you said spend the movie way more money broke, than they the, take in. The movie broke. You said the movie broke even in the yeah in the theaters. Would it have made more money on Netflix? Mm, I don't think so because all the shows lose money. No, I don't think nothing's made money on Netflix. Nothing. Mm-mm. Nobody made. Would the Netflix has lost money for the past like since it's come out really yeah amazon hasn't made a profit yet well i know amazon hasn't made a profit so it's like all those tech companies if they're in the if they're in that kind of uh user growth phase they just you know well that was that was the the, that was the uh where people were wondering during the 90s when all these tech companies were worth so much in their stock they go how are they worth so much when they're not making any money and then we found out well they weren't it it, They, they, they weren't worth anything the opposite of this from the dot com is they they do make money. It's just they spend a lot more money than they make. Right. Well, the, I I get it because it, it you know it could produce something like uh, House of Cards and 
Orange is the New Black, those aren't cheap shows because there's a lot of characters, a lot of actors. And, you know, especially House of Cards has some big name actors in there that you're going to have to yeah. pony up and pay for. So I think eventually they'll start, you know, raising the fees and stuff like that. Oh, yeah, definitely does do that because eventually they're going to get us hooked on it. And that's what we're going to want to do. Yeah. I was just I was just wondering because I just, you know, just to me as an older person, I mean, I like going to the movies every now and then, but I don't go as often as I used to. But it's just easier to go, oh, it's on Netflix. I'll watch it on Netflix. Or Hulu or something like that. Yep. Anyway, just throwing it out there. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, overall, um, I, I think it was a really good movie. And in terms of sequel possibilities, um, you know, the people thought if Serenity was successful, then maybe they could make a sequel or a film trilogy. Um, but uh, there, nothing's really ever come up. They talked about maybe doing a TV movie. Um but Ween has doubted it, and uh, yeah. What show was the teacher in? Oh, a lot of shows. Lost. <laughs> That's um, another Bones. one. I kept, I, I watch her going. I just had to look it up. I go, what show was she in? How did it take you? How did it take you that long to figure it out? I had to cheat. I go. That's right. She was Susan. Oh my God! I'm so old. <laughs> well, I'm trying to watch this. I because I first get. I watched it late last night after I wrapped it. Uh huh. I had to get up early this morning, so I, I watched half of it last night. The other half, I, w- I came home and slept because I only had like two hours sleep last night. Mm-hmm. So woke up and watched it then. I'm like, going, who is this teacher? <laughs> so maybe if I was wide awake, I could have figured it out. But <laughs> Anyway. Anyways. Ding. Um, do you, so you're saying you hope for a reboot or a sequel or what? What's your... What's no, your I- in- me personally, I, I'm I'm fine with it not doing. It. I just wondered if it would be profitable to bring it back. Um, but it, you know, I I have if they bring it back, I would I would give it a chance. If they don't, I'm fine. It's one of the I just I was just wondering from a profit standpoint, would it be profitable to bring? Because you know, it's, it just seems like sci-fi is pretty good right now, and like I said, CW would be I think the perfect network for it to go on. But well, is there's an appreciation of sci-fi on that channel a little bit, right? And there's an there's an audience there, but would is it sometimes better? Okay, this one ha- will always be by its loyal fans will always be thought of as a great show. If you bring it back, will it tarnish the image? Yeah, like to me, it's just like it doesn't. It's not necessary um, to make it better or worse, uh, unless unless there's money to be made because. You know, you see Hollywood and, and, you know, even Hollywood in general, most of the stuff is reboots and rehash and and stuff. I mean, when you get something new and you go, like Mr. Robot, it was like, oh, that was pretty, that's a pretty new type concept show. And it's pretty, uh, was fantastic. So when you get something that's not only new, but excellent, like Breaking Bad, like, oh, that was a. That was a, or lost. I mean, this shows that we're they they take they're taking chances on new kind of stuff. And have no. you seen that? See the previews for that show called Wreck. Yes, uh, <laughs> and I and I hope we can maybe do a Lost podcast. This is basically like a, a parody of Lost in a lot of right. ways. Because I I was like, is this a joke? So maybe <laughs> maybe we'll do a, a Lost podcast about that. Could be a good yeah. Lost yeah, podcast. Be. When does it co- when does it come out? It's this summer. So. This summer, okay, yeah. Because I, 
I like the scenes. It's like a Jack type character. Spoiler, it's like a Jack type character. Well, kind of, it kind of follows what maybe Lost was originally supposed to be. They kind of yeah. stole and that then, and then the, pl- the planes on there and it falls on. <laughs> uh, it, it made, that part made me laugh. <laughs> so I, whether it be like like a, a one time thing or it, it, if it tries too much to be like Lost and parody of Lost, that we're like, okay, it's it was funny for the first thirty minutes, but now it's not funny anymore. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a problem you run into a show like that. But we'll see. I'll give it a shot. But no, Serenity, the Serenity. I mean, Firefly. I'm cool with it. I don't. I don't. Is there still a? Is there still a cry out there for people? Uh, are people saying, "Please bring it back, uh, uh, make another movie"? Well, I think it's partly like it's it's tougher now, um, especially just because. Um, everybody's so much older, so I don't know if there's like this this drive or the desire for that. Well, that's why I said you could have Nathan filling as filling as a captain, maybe bring back. Yeah, but yeah. if he's older, like, I just would, wow, would it be the same? Really, is he that old looking that he couldn't come back? Yeah, I mean, be- did you watch Castle? I mean, he's not. He does. He doesn't. I don't know. I, he didn't age well. Is that what you're saying? That's like he didn't age well. It's Man, just, you, you got a lot of brown coats out there that will. No, be I'm Com- just saying, like he, that, he that looks will older. Be, that will be at Comic Con, and not happy with Jay. <laughs> That was Jay that said that, not me. I know. I'm the worst. Um, he could get himself in a little bit of better shape, you know. I guess. Maybe. You can have an older captain. Look at Captain Picard. I mean, he wasn't young. I mean, he was... No, but it's, that's not... It's But just, I don't know. Maybe I'm just kind of being too ageist or whatever, but... You are. You're very. You're. 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 You don't like old people, which shows. Yeah, you know me. You don't like them collecting all that social security and you know have to pay taxes on it. They should just kill them off. Uh, I, mean, I know. I know. I know how your your mind works. Yeah, you know me. I just. I don't know. They, I just if, don't if know if it could be better. Sucking up my social security, I won't have it when I'm I'm that age. I know what you're thinking. Yeah. No. Um. I don't know. I just yeah. let it be. I think just let it be. It's it 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 ended. The movie ended on a really. I guess concluded on a positive note. Concluded storylines and and well, not everything because like, there's still the the men in the blue, well, blue positive man's and stuff. Positive note: If you're not wash, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, but positive but, note but for they, they have a cool tombstone. I I want that tombstone. Positive note for people that want to be able to date Zoe. So I guess there's that. There you go. Yeah, that's true. Uh, too soon. Too soon. Maybe I don't know. Um, but yeah. What about what about Mal and Zoe hooking up? Uh, that was one of the the main. Remember in this TV show, that was one of the because they seemed to they like seemed Wash to ha- was really tick because they had like this war experience together, and right. so uh-huh. he was jealous. Yeah, so I always, I really I always saw them together, but yeah, I don't know if it worked because they're both headstrong and yeah, they're they're too similar in personality for that to yeah. work. Too similar. Um, uh, favorite lines uh, from this. Uh, one of my favorites is uh, when Mal leaves to go check in on uh, Anara. He tells Zoe, "Is like, all right, if if I if I get detained, uh, you need to turn the ship around and come and rescue me." <laughs> Where it's usually like, you know, leave without me. It's like, no, you need to come and you need to get me. <laughs> I thought that was good. Any other favorite lines for you? I already talked about one of mine was a favorite one. Yeah, any other ones? Um, there was another one, but the grenade one. I talked about the grenade one. Yeah. That whole sequence was funny. Yeah. I mean, it went from being dark to funny in a certain, you know. It was <laughs> This movie really was, did ruin your perception of Mal Reynolds, Reynolds didn't it? 
Yeah, I just, you know, but I guess he has to do what he has to do. But yeah, poor guy, just <laughs> probably, you know, Mind probably his had own a, business. He probably had a wife and kids that he had to feed. And, you know, Mal said, screw you, I got to eat. Screw you, you're dead now. Yeah. Like I said, at least he didn't let him get eaten alive. So you got to, there's that. Yeah. You know. So who am I to that for him? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. All right. Well, that is it for uh, the first tier, first reward level of. And can, can we mark down this date so I'm not having to do this Serenity podcast again three years from now? <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel like I feel like now it's it's official. It's for real. I, I'm kidding. I'm joking. Uh, but uh, uh, thank you again to all of our patrons uh, that that make these shows possible. Um, and this this is kind of that that first gift to you guys. Uh, we hit that five hundred dollar a month. Uh, goal really the first month uh, of doing this and now we've, we've been hunting just right under 800 bucks we're at 780 dollars a month right now our next goal is at a thousand dollars we're going to do a live uh married man show and maybe we'll do it to this uh, we'll have like a, a showdown between all the guest hosts um so uh if you haven't listened to the married man show since dale left uh we've had a rotating cast of four fantastic guest hosts um and we're kind of going through the second round right now. I think we have Brian coming up this week, uh, but it's been a lot of fun uh, getting some new blood into the show, and it's it's been it's been good. A lot of good questions too by the listeners. Well, listener, I, I think you helpful. liked it because Dale was pretty old, and <laughs> all the hosts that have the, the the guest hosts have been younger. So <laughs> you replaced one older person, and now you're probably pushing trying to look. Actually, for, I think push- all the guest hosts are still older than me. Well, they're older than you, but they're not as old as Dale. Dale was the oldest. He was older than That's me. That's true. Yeah, he was the oldest. Yeah. So, so you hate old people. <laughs> so now I'm you're not. Probably, you're probably thinking, how do I get rid of this old guy on the, the meaning me? How do I get rid of this old guy? So. Yeah, yeah. That's that's we get, next. We can get we can get younger people. You know me and my my podcast desires. That's that's my goal. Your, no, your goal. I want to do more you, podcasts and then kick well, you out and do even more you, podcasts. Well, your figure, your podcasting world. If you got, because you should have thought about this when we had lost, that you could get all the young people to revolt against all the old people, <laughs> I, and you you send out s- signals that oh, you know Lordy. there's signals you're sending out that only you know younger people can understand, and you're programming. You're, you've got them programmed. That's an interesting theory. People. There you go. <laughs> um. Uh, but uh, Tack from Tokyo, well, thank you. Ed Hartwick, hold on. I'm thinking. I'm doing my thanks. What more do you guys say? I'm saying you didn't deny it. Oh, Lordy. <laughs> um, Tack from Tokyo, Eckhart Richter, Brad from Chicago, thank you very much for contributing. At a significant amount, thank you to all. I think we're at 129 patrons right now. It kind of fluctuates around there. So thank you to all of you. If you would like to become a patron today, contribute whatever you can, a dollar to $500. There's different tiers. If you want to check them all out, you can at... Uh, if you go to jandjack.com, click the Become a Patron link at the top. It'll take you right to the page. Real easy. jandjack.com. And then once you're there, there's a little Become a Patron link at the top of the page. Click on that. It'll take you to our Patreon page. Um, but there's different levels. At $5, there's an exclusive once a month show that you get, plus exclusive access to our Facebook page. Um, at $15, you get access to exclusive hangout we do once a month. Um, and then also access to all of our archives from Jane Jack Plus, like listening to our Firefly podcast. Uh, and at $50, there's an awesome gift package that has these sweet headphones that both Jack and I are wearing right now. You can't see them, but they're cool. Um, how, do you, how, how do you know I'm wearing them right now? I'm just guessing. I am wearing them right now, though. You could guess. <laughs> you probably have a camera in here because you, 
You're spying on me because I'm old. <laughs> I'm looking around the room for a camera. Well, just in case you fall, I got to be able to, you know, call. <laughs> <laughs> help, I've fallen and nobody's going to call to help me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but that is it for this episode. Again, thank you to all of our patrons. Uh, this is your gift. And let's see if we can hit that $1,000 a month. Um, to do our next one. Until then, hasta luego, and goodbye. Bye.